Hi guys and welcome to my podcast Inside and Out. My name is Jaden and I am here today with Sarah. First I want to give you a bit of a rundown on what Inside Out is and what the podcast is going to cover moving forward. Um, I came up with the name Inside and Out because with this podcast having a focus on you know psychology and mental health and relationships and um, just overall well-being, I think there's a big disconnect between you know what we have on the inside and what we actually show outside to people. Um, so these conversations are just to bring awareness to, yeah, just that disconnect and you know giving a space for people to be to be vulnerable. So uh, we're gonna welcome Sarah in today. Today we're gonna be talking about relationships. <laughs> um, one of the rules of the podcast are we make no edits. So. Um, you're gonna hear us laugh or cry or whatever <laughs> happens and all the discomfort in, you know, starting a podcast and having these more vulnerable conversations. So, um, yeah, here we go. So, <laughs> so today's about relationships, as I mentioned before, Sarah, you're the perfect person to have on here today to talk about this. Um, so my first thing to you is to open up the floor and just, yeah, tell me about your first relationship. Let's go all the way back and... Talk about where that all started. Well, my first actual relationship was high school, I guess. Um, First real boyfriend, high Mm -hmm. school. Um, It was was a bit weird because we worked at the same place and you worked there too. You remember? Um, But uh, I feel like I had a lot more experience with relationships than he did because I hadn't been any like real relationships but I had talked to people and um obviously had that at a lot younger age than he did so he was a lot um less seasoned to it than I was um so I feel like I kind of like took charge of the relationship um like I asked him to be my boyfriend that sort of thing yeah um and it was, as you know, it was awful. <laughs> as first relationships yeah. typically are. I mean, yeah. they, they... I mean, I remember, like, it was fun seeing him in the hallways at school and, and telling everyone I had a boyfriend. But deep down, like, I knew it wasn't good. Like, we broke up, I don't know, probably... 11 times I think it was <laughs> over the course okay, we're of gonna years. touch on the topic of like breakups and getting back together too yeah I know all about that yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it was just a very like young relationship I think we started dating grade 11 maybe so we're like 16 15 16 yeah um and it was just very like I was kind of showing him the ropes sort of thing yeah so kind of exhausting because you're pretty much leading the relationship and then yeah. I don't know if you felt this way but like the um not knowing if they're in it because of you and like your control over yeah. the relationship and like I don't know like or almost if he didn't know how to like say no exactly you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah like That's he exactly didn't it. know like what to do if I asked him to be my boyfriend like do how I, you say like, no how do you right say no yeah, we're not like I remember uh, when we first started hanging out, like, he always wanted our other friend um, to come to, like, a guy that we worked with at McDonald's. We'll call him Bob. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you who it is after, actually. But, we'll keep um, some people, we're keeping everybody that's not in the room anonymous, yeah. but yes. Um, but he would always ask Bob to come hang out with us and my other friend um, to hang out with us because 
he like didn't know how to like hang out one-on-one with a girl you know like it was it was very new for him so how long were you guys together for uh three years i think we dated for a year after graduation and then i think may of 2018 we broke or yeah may of 2018 we broke up so when did i love yous and stuff come i just want to relate on this one because (laughs) i don't even think i've ever shared actually my experience with saying I love you for the first time and like how fucking awful it went and how horrible I felt. And like, I'm just curious. The thing with me is like, I don't even remember because I didn't feel it. Like I said it, but I didn't mean it. It was just something that you thought. Okay. I did have love for him. Okay. For sure. And I thought I loved him. Yeah. But like, I still feel like at 23 years old, I still feel like I don't know what love actually feels like yeah like from me you know like I don't know what that feeling is like um obviously the most recent thing like (laughs) is a little bit different because I I feel like I was starting to feel that love but I know that with my first relationship like I never actually felt it and I thought I did but like I feel like everyone kind of remembers like the first time they said I love you if they mean it oh yeah but I didn't mean it, so I, I, I truly, I don't remember at all, yeah, and I don't yeah. remember him saying it, because it really didn't mean much to me, like, at the yeah. time, you know? Yeah, it's so. like you're, like, young and giddy, and, like, you think you know what that feels like. Yeah. Um, but it's also very different, like, romantically, you know, like, I love you, you're, mm-hmm. like, my best friend of X amount of years, it's yeah. like, of course I have love for you, and then you get into a romantic relationship, and you're, like, what are all these feelings and like how do I separate this idea of like being in love and when's the right time to do this and all these pressures around like having to know what love is and what love feels like and it's like I do think it's really unique for everyone and yes I remember the first time I said I love you um he was (laughs) he said nothing back yeah I was like (laughs) Oh, God. I think that's how it was with my first boyfriend, too. Like, when I did say it, I don't think he said it back. Or, again, like, he felt like he had to say it. Like, he didn't. I wish he had just said it, even though he just felt like. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's not true. No, it's. Not nowadays. It's, um. I feel like, you know, like, the first two years of that relationship was, like, super rocky. Like, it was. It was awful. Like, we were all over the place and. Like, he was flirting with other girls while we were together. Like, I was flirting with other people, you know. Like, yeah, like you're young. Like, yeah. you don't know what commitment even is. Yeah. Like, what have you ever had to commit to at that age? Exactly. Like, exactly. And um, I feel like it's a bit of a controversial virtual topic, but, like, he always hated the fact that I had, like, slept with so many people. Yeah. And he made that, like, very known. And yeah. at the time, it, like, wasn't even that many people. But, like, I took his virginity. So he yeah. he, he was like, yeah. oh, my God, like, you've slept with so many people. Like, I don't like that. And never was like, oh, you're gross. But it's like, well, like, you've been with so many people, you know. Like, you know what, though? I almost feel like to play devil's advocate on this one, I could understand where that came from because yeah. it was, like, let's talk about men and vulnerability. Like, for a man to be vulnerable, like he wants a woman to be his and only yeah. his and like vice versa like I feel the same way nowadays like you want your partner to it's like that I keep making this joke but it's like that picture where it's like when you remember that your 
boyfriend or whatever has had sex before yeah. and like you're like ignoring you talk them to other girls yeah or, or you're like yeah. staring at the wall and they're yeah. like trying to like console you or whatever yeah. um yeah. so i can like almost understand where that comes from but it's how it's communicated and like communication is totally key like yeah and yes. it's not something that has to be brought up all the time no it you has to I be mean? if like, you can't like, let go if you have an issue with it yeah. we talk about it it's not just something we touch on yeah. like when we get into an argument or like yeah you know like yeah. that's not fair because then you're using it against me yeah like, and it shouldn't be an against like if he was that uncomfortable with that he needed to leave the relationship 100%. right like yeah. if you if that hurts you that much and like obviously that would have hurt you too as well yeah but like reality is like you're you can't undo those choices yeah. that you made before you were with him and yeah. it's like accepting your partner for like all of them and like exactly who they are and yeah. not punishing them for that and like and i again, was also asking a lot of a 17 year old yeah you know like that's the thing like yeah. we were both 17 like it just it, it was a lot for us and like i said the first two years of that relationship were awful like yeah trying to juggle high school and what we wanted to do after school you know I think really oh, like truly our our relationship did flourish after we graduated like yeah. we we that last year of our relationship we didn't break up once like yeah we ended up going to Palm Springs together like yeah. it was it was a great relationship that last year I remember yeah. we got into like this huge fight and um actually a couple of my friends like brought over like a gift basket and I remember he um, cause I was like so sad or whatever. And then I remember, I think it was like the next day or something. It really like showed because he was like, I'm, I'm on my way right now. Like I, I'm going to apologize. Like, you know, yeah, like, like I'm sorry, I'm coming over right now sort of thing. And we, we ended up spending like the whole day together. And that was like kind of, and that was like right after high school. Um, cause we both were under a lot of stress. I had no idea what I wanted to do. He had no idea what he wanted to do, you know? So we were just well, kind of... I mean let's talk about timing, right? Yeah. Like, I think that, and I just said this a few days ago, yeah. <laughs> like, timing is everything. Yeah. Like, if somebody can't show up for you or, like, can't be that person for you at that time, like, that's probably why it was so rocky for the first two years. And, like, yeah. you both had your own things going on. And, like, yeah. how do you mend two minds and two, two people together when neither yeah. of you know what the fuck you're doing? Yeah. Like, nobody knows what they're doing after high no. school. Like, no. that's, like, the most one of the most stressful times in life. And oh, it's, 100%. like... So I can understand why it would would flourish after Yeah. High no, school. it was it was great after high school and yeah. for that year or whatever it was. Um up until we broke up, like it was like he was like my best friend, you know. So yeah. it did suck. Like I think I was I was on my way to like actually loving him. Yeah. In that like last year there. I never got there. Um but I said I would say it anyways. But yeah. I don't know if either of us got to that place ever yeah. sort of thing but but is that okay well here's a question so moving forward like having like fought for that relationship for two years when it was super rocky and not working out like mm -hmm. do you think you're now implementing that into all of your relationships like oh 100 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i like put my my all into relationships you know like it's yeah. uh, might be with the wrong people but like mm -hmm. i'm putting everything that i have into these relationships and i remember with my first boyfriend like he I would always like I think I think where I picked up my thing because you know me like when someone's sad and stuff I'll be there for them but I don't do the whole gift thing like at Christmas we don't do gifts no. for birthdays we don't do gifts no. and I, I there's no friends that I do that for yeah um 
because that's just not how I show my love. Like, I'd rather yeah. just show up for you instead of go out and buy you things, yeah. you know? Like, I'd rather just be a, a, an ear to listen, yeah. you know, or a shoulder to cry on, whatever it may be. Um, but my first boyfriend always brought me things and, like, bought me things and would bring me things. So, yeah. and that would always be like, wow. Like, in my head, I would be like, wow, he really cares. So now in my romantic relationships, that's what I do. Yeah, to all my partners. I see what you mean. Yeah. I go above and beyond. I bring gift baskets when they get their wisdom teeth out. You know, yeah. like I when they're not feeling well, I'll bring them soup or yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. But I don't do that for my friendship, my platonic friendships, you know? Well, I mean, we've talked about this for, before. Like, isn't it interesting how, like, fuck, like, how relationships end up taking, like, the forefront. Like, yeah. they're, like, the number one priority and all of a sudden, like, the friendships and stuff that you have like are like less than or yeah. like not less than but kind of fall into the back yeah like the background or whatever yeah. and it's like get put how... on the back burner kind yeah, of yeah thank you yeah. that's what I was thinking yeah. <laughs> but it's like how do you then how how do you not do that like we've yeah. talked about this before and like I'm sure other people have the same question because everybody goes rogue when they get into a new relationship yeah. which like is that wrong is that like is it wrong that you want to spend all that time with the person that you're trying to get to know like yeah or is it wrong because when you like put your friends on the back burner your family on the back burner now you can't even actually show up as your true self yeah and that in the long term is like well that's what i've been thinking because it's like we show up for these people and spend our all our time with these people and we haven't had that like person that we're going to be with forever sort of thing you know yeah so i think maybe we are doing it wrong like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah because clearly what we're doing isn't working so <laughs> yeah. like you know like uh, we need yeah. to make time for everyone yeah like we we can't just give our all of ourselves to this person because that's when you rush it and like do all this stuff like our friends like they come together to functions like yeah our relationship couple <laughs> Our, our friends our friends that, that are, are in relationships. relationships yeah um like they show up together you know but like they can spend time apart like it's it's not that like I feel like because we've been doing it this way like I feel like it is the wrong way to do it like for yeah. sure spend time with one another but yeah. like we said the other day you have your week weekly routine and your weekly schedule so you just add them into that. You don't yeah. move things around. You don't cancel yeah. plans. If I have plans with you on Tuesday and the guy I'm talking to asked me to hang out on Tuesday, like, no, nope, I'm, I'm busy on Tuesday. Yeah. We can do Wednesday or yeah. a different day. You know, like yeah. there always is going to be another day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's like, and maybe like, well, it's, it is, it's an insecurity thing and I'll fully mm -hmm. admit to that. Like, even if I don't know that that's what it is when it's happening, like now just getting out of like a situation, yeah. um, like reflecting on it, you know, I'm like, why did I need to see him so much? Or why, why did I feel the need? And like, yes, I was excited. Like I was like, my feelings were growing. Like I was falling hard for this person. And like, yeah. so it makes sense why I'd want to spend my time with him. But yeah. ultimately it's like, does that come? It, it is. It's an anxious, uh, it comes from my anxiety. It comes from I don't want to lose another person. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this person has just gotten close to me and like I don't want to lose them. Yeah. And then it, the mindset is no longer I want to get to know this person. The mindset is how do I not lose this person? Yeah. And, and what we were talking about, how my therapist said like, she's like, well, like you don't need to see your friends every day. You don't need to talk to your friends every second of every day. Well, yeah, because none of my friends have ever left me. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, no. you know, like my closest friends <laughs> haven't left me, me and they're not gonna ghost me and they're not gonna go find another girl. Like they're not yeah. gonna do those things. So we don't we don't um bring like we don't have trauma from that. We don't yeah. have that trauma of them leaving but with these men we do so that's what we associate it with like we're of course if we don't have any trauma with our friends we can't there's no trauma to relate and associate yeah, you don't it have with to worry we have this trauma with these men yeah. and so that's why we associate it and that's why we get into this headspace because yeah. the romantic relationships haven't worked have out left, obviously or yeah. else i wouldn't if I had something that worked out, like, I would be in that right now, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. I just, just think, like, because in a way then, ultimately, though, if you're still constantly, like, allowing those, if we're going to call them traumas or let's just call them feelings, yeah. come up from the previous breakups or the previous relationships, like, then you're bringing every past relationship into your new relationship. Yeah. And those ones didn't work out, so why so would why these would, ones? Like, you these just have to ones, start fresh. Yeah. Like, you just but have, like, like how? this person so, like, isn't the person before, and this person isn't yeah. the person that I dated in yeah. high school. This person's however many years old. This person's a whole new, a whole new person. person. I'm a whole new person than I was yeah. in high school. So why am I letting myself fall back into a pattern? I just need yeah. to start new. I'm not going to bring him gifts if I don't see it fit. Because yeah. I don't bring my friends gifts. Yeah. So why would I bring this man gifts? I've yeah. known my friends for... 10 plus years yeah. and I don't bring them them gifts. I don't give yeah. them birthday presents. I don't yeah. get them growlers from being like <laughs> yeah. and bring them stuff. You know, yeah. I don't do that for them and I've known them for years. So why would I do that for someone that I've known for three months? Yeah. Like why? But that's like, just like the ultimate question. It's right? almost like, like we just have to treat it as a friendship because I don't have any trauma in my friendships. Yeah. I don't have that like yeah. sinking feeling that they're going to leave in my friendships. So yeah. So how can we, though, like, moving forward, like, how can you, because let me just take a minute to acknowledge the growth thing here, because, like, you and me both, like, you, we are not the people we were when we were 15 or no. thir 12 when yeah. we met, you know, like, yeah. and relationship-wise, like, also there's been growth. I remember in my first relationship, like, I mean, I first love whatever, honestly, yeah. I, it was, like, a great first two years, and then it went to shit, yeah. but... I remember I could never say sorry mm -hmm. and I was so firm in myself and like so confident that I'd done nothing wrong that I would never say sorry and he'd be like why don't you say sorry and I'd always say I didn't do anything wrong yeah I, why would I say sorry to you because I felt like I was giving away a piece of like I don't know or letting him have it and yeah. like I'm like that's I didn't do anything wrong you did or whatever yeah. and like now I'm like the polar opposite and almost maybe a little bit excessively like it's Never anybody else's fault. I'll just take yeah. the heat and I'll take that on. So, like, I have gone yeah. a bit of a, <laughs> from, like, across the spectrum really far, yeah. um, which is, like, I guess a good thing and a bad thing. But, like, uh, I can't even remember where I was going. What were you saying right before that? Um, um, oh, being friends with them. So, how yeah. can you be friends? Like, how do you go into it? Like, it's almost like you can't go in. Like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking for a friendship. Yeah. And let's see what we can turn this into yeah like let's take the time like mm -hmm. yeah we can still see other people like you know like i'm not looking i right there made my stomach sink you, though yeah right? but like, still like we are just friends like my yeah. friends see their other friends yeah you know <laughs> yeah so if we're like starting this like new relationship friendship <laughs> you know my friends go and see their other friends so you can go and see your other 
people if you want to talk to other people like it just has to be that way until you like solidify like I feel like you have to be and believe me transitioning from like that headspace into like well obviously I've had relations with this person now but like being a friends with someone who I find like is very attractive and like who like I've had feelings for before or like not at all you know like it's it's hard being friends yeah with somebody that you're potentially looking to date you know but yeah. it's not impossible but yeah. I think we just need to like I don't know maybe think that way a little yeah. bit more you know well I would like love a man's perspective and like maybe on one of these episodes like that'll happen yeah but like just out of like curiosity like how do they view it like I just feel like guys are always so like whatever yeah. Like if, you know, like it's like, or they're obsessed with you for two months yeah. and in the best fucking place they've ever been. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what changed? Yeah. Like, and I get like people change and like you grow and you evolve and things come into your life that were unexpected and, and like power to you. Mm-hmm. Like that, if you need to work on yourself, you should work on yourself and you can't even really be mad at that. But like, how do they go in and leave so easily? Yeah. Like. And maybe that's a misconception. It's like, maybe it's not we leaving just assume, easily. Though, like, yeah. that's what we were yeah. talking about the other day. Like, yeah. we're assuming they're all fine. You know, yeah, like, it's right? all good and dandy and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, it's the whole what they show, feeling on the inside and showing on the outside because yeah. men are, are taught to suppress their feelings. Yeah. And they're still going to feel those feelings, but yeah. I don't want to see a man cry. You know, yeah, like, which is so obviously, ridiculous. obviously, like, that's not how I feel, but that's, like, what society thinks and have thought for so long. Like, boys are supposed to be tough and, like, you know, yeah. like, just put their feelings away. Like, you're tough. Like, you need to you yeah. show up for the woman, you know, sort yeah. of thing. And Let's just take a moment to say, men, like, fucking cry yeah. if you need to cry. Like, talk to somebody if you need to talk to somebody. It mm-hmm. does not make you weak to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Being vulnerable is my god like one of the hardest things that you can ever do like and it's attractive though like it's just hot showing me that be you emotional like, yeah if you're leaving a puddle of tears on my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> sorry to call you out you know who you are but yeah. if you're leaving a, a pile of tears <laughs> on my shoulder like that shows me right there that you cared for me even though you can't show up for me and you can't be there for me right in this moment and you can't have a relationship with me that shows me that now I know I, I can see that I matter and you care about me and you still want me in your life, but it can't be romantically right now because you're showing me that your yourself comes first and yeah. it does. Yeah. Like you do come first, a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. And if yeah, you you're showing even... me that you care by showing me like crying to me for three hours. Yeah. Like, that shows me, I'm like, okay, it's not about me anymore. Yeah, It's about it's you. How, like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's wrong. Because I know, like, ugh, ugh, patriarchy can honestly suck a dick. Yeah. Like, why did we treat men so poorly, like, yeah. all of these years? Like, it was honestly, like, it's master manipulation. It's yeah. like, how can we get a man to work? Yeah. How can we, you know, and how can we devalue women? And, like, yeah. let's make a whole system yeah. that now all of these people are going to reinforce every single day. Like, it's just, like, so hurtful and harmful. And I feel like if you don't know much about, like, you know, patriarchy and the different systems of power that are in society, like, educate yourself because it's not you. Like, you are not the problem. Like, we all contribute to these things every single day because it's literally 
what we have been born and raised into. Like, it's nobody's fault. No. And so that's, I think, what makes relationships so tough. It's like, we're asking all these things of men, but literally every day it's reinforced for them to not do that. Yeah. Don't, don't share your feelings and don't be open. If a man came to me... Talk about how many girls you've slept with this week or like you know like let's just like over sexualize everything and that's what they were raised by that's what their fathers taught them their father's fathers their father's like yeah it goes down the line because that's what you grew up with and that's what you grew up hearing and it's not all men it's not well i mean in my experience yeah of course into our experience but we haven't met every man on the face of the planet you know like it really sucks because i know a lot of the time girls are just like oh men and I'm like, okay, no, but you it's... haven't met every man ever. Like, yeah. I've met a lot of men that, like, care so deeply. And guess what? They're not available because they're in these, like, flourishing relationships. Yeah. Because they can be vulnerable. They can be emotional. And yeah. girls love that. Yeah. Like, because then you can just, like, you know, like. Well, talk to me. Yeah. Just fucking talk to me. Like, I was going to say a minute ago, like, if a man came to me with a list. Yeah. If a man came to me and said, hey. I've really struggled with anxiety and, you know, my life, like, I've had some really traumatic experiences and mm-hmm. I, I find that I'm pretty depressed, like, and I'm, I'm recognizing this and I really feel it and, like, I would like to, I am seeking help, I mm-hmm. am seeing a counselor, I am doing the work. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't scare me. Yeah. It wouldn't scare me. I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck, mental health, like, get yeah. me out of here. I have anxiety. Yeah. I've experienced a lot of OCD tendencies and, like, awful thoughts that go along with that and, like, yeah. I am, it took me years to be open about that because I yeah. thought people would think that I'm crazy, you know, yeah. like, I don't turn the, the fucking light off four times, maybe, like, somebody's gonna get in a car accident, like, mm-hmm. that to me, I get it, I get yeah. that it sounds nuts, yeah. I, I know that, but it's a part of me, yeah. and so if I'm not gonna share that with somebody, you best believe that's gonna come up later, yeah. and of course the relationship's gonna not, you know, go to plan, because yeah. I didn't share the things that I had going, yeah. but if somebody came to me and said, listen, I struggle with all of these things. I'm actively working on it. And if you're willing to love me through this, mm-hmm. I would love to have you be a part of my life. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. As so long as I'm being treated properly. Yeah. But 100%. it's like, I don't know why we have to like, yeah, diminish men's ability to like feel things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I would, I would honestly argue that that's one of the leading things in relationships, at least in every relationship yeah. that I've ever had. Yeah. I know, like, mental health has been a, a struggle. Yeah. And, like, we are not speaking about it enough. And, no. like... Like, you can tell me these things. You yeah. know, you don't have to hide it. Like, yeah. who made you feel like you have to hide that sort of thing? You know, like, it just... Yeah. it's It sucks that they're... It so, like, sucks. I guess at the end of the day, like, you can only control your own actions and, like, our mm-hmm. own, like, responses and our own behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the purpose of this podcast is to you know, bring awareness to these topics and like talk deeper and like have people open up about their experiences with it. But like, how can we, as the people on the receiving end, like show up for these people? Mm-hmm. I know it's again, like here I am doing the thing where I make it my job to, you know, make everything perfect and solve all the problems and whatever. But like, realistically, like, I guess my question to the men is like, what can we do as women in relationships with you? Um, like, how can we show up for you? And I know it's going to be different for everybody. And, like, maybe the responses, yeah, will be different. And I'll, I'm going to post this one so that people can comment on Instagram yeah. or whatever. But, like, really seriously, like, what can we do to mm-hmm. make you feel like you can open up and you can share those things with us? Like, because yeah. we're not here to shut you out. Like, yeah. you know, 
But it is still about us too. Like yeah. it is still about a relationship. Both ways, for sure. Right. Like ask your girl how they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like by all, yeah. please. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, ask her how the fuck she's doing. Yeah. Like make it work. Communicate. Like yeah. do what you can. Right. Yeah. Well, I saw. I was telling you about this the other day. The thing on TikTok, like the monthly check-ins. Yeah. Like, what did I do this month for you? Yeah. That made you feel really special. Yeah. What did I do this month for you that you didn't like so much? Yeah. What did I do this month that I could work on? Yeah. You know, and make it very specific because if it's vague, then you can't, like, you There's have nothing no room to work to on. Work. There's nothing to work on. Yeah. You know, like, you have to make the, and you both sit down and ask each other these questions. Grab a glass of wine. Like, yeah. do whatever you need to do to make it a comfortable and safe space yeah. and have these uncomfortable situ- yeah. or conversations. Nothing's yeah. going to be, co- nothing new is going to be comfortable. No. You know? And Everything growth comes in uncomfortable com- situations. Yeah. Like, as soon as you let yourself get uncomfortable, you grow and, like, yeah. Fuck, the grass is greener where you water it. Like, I just said this the other day, too. Like, it's not greener on the other side. You don't just leave a relationship because you have to have a conversation or you have to work on it. The grass is green where you water it. If you're watering yourself and you're watering your partner and your relationship, Mm -hmm. that is where you are going to thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Like, anything that you actively... As a student in, like, the the counseling program, we've learned, too, like... You're never going to not see success. Yeah. If you actively do something, one thing a day, mm-hmm. you start your day with, I am so beautiful and I'm grateful to be alive today. Yeah. If you do that every day, like affirm and like, or do something that makes you happy, or you're like, going to grow. You're going to be happy. They say like, do thi- one thing a day that makes you uncomfortable and one yeah. thing a day that makes you happy. Because Absolutely. as soon as you do that thing that makes you uncomfortable. Like, sitting in the mirror and telling myself that I'm beautiful and I'm happy, that's really uncomfortable for then me. Maybe like, that's, that's what something your thing a day is. super cringy, for lack of a yeah. better word, for me, you know, to sit down yeah. and look at myself because I don't believe those things about myself, you yeah. know? But as soon as I make that an everyday but thing, even it, beca- it doesn't become uncomfortable anymore. Like, even you just saying that, though, like, this is something that I, you know, like, don't, um, believe about myself mm-hmm. that's something to share with a partner yeah like not obviously on your first date or whatever yeah. but like when you get to a point where you are communicating about things and like you're more comfortable like I just want to express to you that you know what most days I don't feel really comfortable in my skin yeah. and like I'm working on it yeah and if they offer a hand like well I call you beautiful every day yeah. keep doing that that's yeah. working for me that's, that's really helpful that's yeah, yeah that's reassuring for me like yeah. or whatever but it's like recognize your own red flags I heard that in another podcast and I can't remember what one it was that I was listening to but like go into your relationships recognizing and acknowledging your own red flags don't hide them share them yeah because they're not necessarily table they're not necessarily red flags that could be a green like I just said if somebody came to me and gave me a list of what they considered their red flags like their mental like their mental health or things that they have going on that's a fucking green flag right there Yeah. yeah oh you're struggling that obviously I'm not like, oh yay. I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I see you and yeah. I hear you and you shared that with me. So let's, let me help you. Let, well, let me be and there. And it's also like people recognize different things as red flags. Like funnily enough, like I went out with my ex's ex, what, two <laughs> weeks ago now. And she was saying all these things that she hated about him. Yeah. And to me, those things don't bother me yeah, at exactly. all. Like that yeah. doesn't, that yeah. that's not a red flag for me. Yeah. You know, like I know I see how tired he is throughout the week. So yeah, yeah, he has, like, 
I'm going to let him sleep in on the weekends. Yeah. That's his day to relax. That's yeah. if that's how you want to spend your day off. Do by it. all means. Yeah. That doesn't bother me, so I never brought that up. Yeah. She's telling me that it bothers her all this stuff. You have to talk to him about that then. Yeah. He doesn't know that. All yeah. he wants to do is or spend the day in bed. Like take it as it is. Yeah. That is who he is. If yeah. you if you express to him it really bugs me like you don't seem like you have a lot of drive or yeah. like or you're you're not waking up before 8 a.m. makes me feel like you don't have any goals and drive in your life. Yeah. What is that for you? Yeah. Ask what it feels like for him. Yeah. Ask what it is that's going on for him because his that could have been the opportunity for him to say, you know, I'm really struggling right yeah. now exactly. and I am having a hard this whole last week I haven't been yeah. able to get out of bed before 10. Yeah. I get up at 6, 6.30, 7 every fucking day. Yeah. But I've been struggling. Yeah. So I haven't been getting up. And What's that's not reason? like me. You know, like, that doesn't mean I don't have goals yeah. or drive. No, like, so course. ask. Like, what's the reason for this behavior? Yeah. You know, like, what is the reason? Like, for me, exa- for example, like, I personally, I need to text every day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, if I'm not seeing you all the time, if you live far away, if I'm only seeing you once a week, like, yeah. And like, I, I, like, I say that I'm like, I do like to talk a lot or you can give me a phone call. Like, I don't care. You know, actually before this year and before probably like, I think like uh, September, beginning of September was the first time that I ever made a phone call to a man. Like I ever thought it was like, okay, because in my mind I'm being annoying. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> you're not calling six times. You're calling no, once. I'm if he doesn't pick up, that's it. You, yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not going to call you a million times, but if you pick up, like, let's just have our conversation on there or tell me you're going to call me later, you know? But for me, like, that's my reassurance. And like, why do I feel like that? I'm still trying to figure out. But you're not out, asking you know? a lot. No. And like, 100%. I've had the same similar conversations recently. It's like, I wanted to talk all the time and the person I was seeing didn't need that. Yeah. And I recognize that. And I was like, let's find a middle ground. Yeah. Like, what can we both do to get us to a place where you're not feeling my anxious attachment yeah. coming through too much, but I'm still getting what I want. And what I noticed was like one like long phone call at the end of the day and a check-in. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need an essay. I yeah. don't, I don't need a full conversation throughout the day. We're busy. Yeah. Like I am too at yeah. work. Like I'm not trying to make my life revolve around yours. Yeah. I just, I like a good morning. I like to, an, an acknowledgement that, you know, I'm good morning. Like, I yeah. hope you have a great day. Like, yeah. that's what I like. And a phone call. Give me like a 30 minute phone call at the end of the day. Tell me about your day. I don't want it all about me. Like, yeah. I, I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm here to share what I did and hear about what you did and like equally like acknowledge each other's successes of the day yeah. and like have that check-in like yeah. pretty much like every day and like yeah that's not asking a lot whether it's yeah. an anxious whether you have an anxious attachment style or not yeah. and like, it's also important to recognize why you feel like you need to talk to them all the time a thousand percent right? and i'm working on Re- that like because that could be a red flag for someone yeah you know and i'm working and, on that yeah, actively like but if it's something that i need I like, need it. If I just need a couple of texts throughout the day, like that's really not asking for much. I'm not asking you to buy me a house. You know what no. I mean? Like <laughs> I'm I'm just asking you to like check in. And for me in this most recent relationship, I think the first time around when we talked, it was because he did text me all the time and he did send me a good, like the good morning text would wake me up at like 630 in the morning. And like yeah. then my body got so used to it. I would start waking up at 630 and like wake up right before his text. You know, yeah. that was a constant every day and obviously we stopped talking for quite a few months 
and it, it wasn't the same and I was holding that to that same standard so I would get discouraged when, when that wasn't happening or he wouldn't text me until his second break of the day like our bodies get used to that like if I know he's texting me at 6 30 he texts me at 9 because he has his coffee break texts me at 12 because he has and his he lunch and he first. texts me at 3 30 because he's off at three yeah if that's what I'm used to yeah that's what I'm gonna expect like obviously this goes into like taking someone back and stuff and it's not gonna be the same because well, even even I don't feel the same as I did back in March as I did yeah. when we started talking again in August you know like it's it's different now because there's hurt and there's betrayal. Yeah. There was another woman, like, you know, like yeah. it's a whole new, I almost had to view it as like a whole new relationship, relationship because it is, he's not the same guy that he was five yeah. months ago. He's yeah. not going to text me every morning, you know? Like, but I think it's really interesting you talking about that and how we both are like the same in that case because, mm -hmm. and I don't know if other women are similar in their, or people in their relationships, but like, you saying like he set that standard mm -hmm. and I had the same conversation of well you set this amazing standard at the beginning and that was a person that I was like wow like he has all these he checks all these boxes of somebody I'd even marry someday yeah like you have like your person don't let him you hear this <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you know like no but and like that's obviously like yeah. early to say something like that and I don't yeah. mean like I was expecting to get married yeah but my my point is like <laughs> my point was there was like these no edits <laughs> my point is there was these like yeah like recurring things that were happening at the beginning that I was like this is somebody I could see yeah. a lifetime with if this is how it always is and yeah. when that changed yeah um as circumstances change yeah um I was still trying to push for that same person to come back yeah and I'm like so say, it's like and it's like it's that just a man thing there. it's the reeling you in and then they spit you out when they're done. Once they have you, because the guys love the chase. And women do it too. I love the chase. <laughs> I find that so exciting. Like we were talking about today, how this new guy texts me like four times in a row. Yeah. I'm like, literally shut up. Yeah. Like, don't fucking talk to me. Like, I want to have to text you 25 times, like begging for your really, attention. I'm and that's not that super way. toxic of me. Like super yeah. toxic. But the chase for me is what makes things exciting and keeps it fun because I've never had a healthy relationship before. Yeah. And it's something I am working on, but I see it on my For You page on TikTok all the time now. And it's like, <laughs> you will think a healthy relationship is boring because yeah, you've you're only not had getting that anxiety. You're not getting that chase. Like it's not that to toxic energy, you know? Yeah. But for me, because I'm still in my healing and learning process, very early on <laughs> in my healing just and, started <laughs> and um my healing process is that I do find it boring that yeah. he wants to talk to me all the time and yeah. he wants to now like we just went on a date on Friday and he wants to go out again I find that super fucking boring yeah. like I don't want that you know what I mean Can't relate. I would rather I would rather have it this situation with the other guy, you know, where yeah. it's like I'm like begging for his attention, which wow. I don't. I would know. puke if I had to do oh, that 100%. all the time. I felt like I was gonna puke every fucking day. And the stress, like yeah. what I would feel when I like wouldn't get the message at, at a time that I, you know, would usually get it. It was like, what did I do? Yeah. Like, did I do something yeah. wrong? Like, how can I help? Like, how can I fix yeah. this? Or like, and, like obviously in this situation, like when he wouldn't answer like I would think I'm getting ghosted again you know yeah, because yeah. that's what happened before you know yeah. what I mean and like obviously it didn't happen again and but that's a, fair to have that assumption with him because it's the same person and that's what he said because yeah. I would always explain myself yeah. you know like he wouldn't answer me 
for the day or whatever. And that's like the reason why I gave him that first phone call was yeah. because I'm like, I was like, I'm getting fucking ghosted. Like, yeah. this is fucking ridiculous. Like, are yeah. you for real? So I called him and I, I, I said, I was like, hi. And he was like, hey. And he was like, sorry, I didn't answer you. Like, today's been really fucked and I've just been having like an awful day or whatever. And I was like, I'm sorry. You know what? Like, I should have taken that into consideration. Like, I just kind of thought of myself, which is fair because but... I got... I but very... he should have communicated that. He should have. He Communication, everybody. Yeah. I will yell it from a fucking rooftop. Yeah. Like, yeah. honest to God. Like, there would have been no dilemma. No. Yeah. It wouldn't have been uh, anybody asking yeah. for anything. It would have been, you know, I'm having a really rough day today. Yeah. Can I just have some space? You know or... what sucks, though, is that he did that before. Like, yeah. And I remember it clearly. Bre- yeah. Whatever. And I were in Palm Springs. Bleep. <laughs> but only at it. We were in Palm Springs and we were at the zoo and I was so excited. Like I loved the zoo. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it was a brand new zoo, never gone to the Palm Springs zoo before. Like super fun. Maybe they'll sponsor you. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> the living desert, Palm Springs. No. Um but I was so excited. So I was sending him like pictures of all the animals. Yeah. And we were walking and her and I were going to get food and we were pretty early on and like we had just met the day before I left for Palm Springs so we were maybe talking for like a week and a half and um we were walking and I had sent all these pictures wasn't expecting a response I knew he was at work I'm yeah. on vacation yeah, you know you're busy, like yeah. I'm I'm busy he's busy he's yeah. at work whatever it's in the middle of the fucking day on a weekday and I get a text and it's like hey I'm just like I'm working right now and it's really busy and I promise I'll, I'll respond to these later looks like you're having so much fun period that's I remember I stopped in my tracks (laughs) and I showed her and I was like look at this yeah I was like I have never had this before because now you don't need to be crazy you don't need to feel anxious you don't have to worry no and whether those worries are valid or not like obviously we have our own work to do regarding like the things that we worry about but at the same time that I don't have to just do the work on me. Yeah. You have to show up and something as simple as that as yeah. like, hey, good morning, babe. Like today's gonna be really fucking busy. Can't wait yeah. to talk to you after work. Later, yeah. Period. Yeah, like, great. But it have has a to great be day. constant, you know, like because like not a once we, in a while. We like, obviously started talking again after he ghosted me. We all know that. And like there had been like maybe two times since we started talking the second time where he would be like, It's really busy right now, like I'll get back to you. Like after work or something. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's awesome. Like, thank you for that. Like, it yeah. would make me really happy. But then the next day, he wouldn't text all day. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you have to, like, if you're going to do that, like, and in my brain, I should also know, like, he works in a warehouse. Like, he can't be on his phone all the time. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's dangerous, like, for his yeah. line yeah. of work. For me, I get a couple breaks throughout the day. Like, what I do, um, like, I can go on yeah. my phone a couple times throughout the day, you know? Yeah. So, like, it's different for everyone. Yeah, you so know? communicate what you need and just fucking show up exactly. when you say you're going to do so. Yeah, exactly. The two uh, C's, yeah. consistency and um, communication. communication. Yeah. Like, those are like And you have to be two... consistent with the communication. Yeah. Like, they don't come without one another. No, they you don't. You know? They don't. Like, and, like, that's... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're not solving anything. <laughs> But like talking. We, we started off with my first boyfriend and now we're yeah, six here. years in the in, in the, the future. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I don't know. I just think it's like well we did kind of talk about what I kinda wanted to touch on though, like 
um, like what we think of like the what the root of the problem is in yeah. relationships these days because I know everybody's feeling it like so many people all the time are like, like I don't want to I don't want to like, date like what's going on date? with this yeah. like this generation and this and that and it's like because nobody knows how to one hold an attention span for longer than fucking 60 seconds oh, thank you social media for yeah. literally frying our brains in that yeah. if it's not easy we don't want it yeah well we're always is, bringing up like new opportunities yeah almost. why is there always that you can't just be happy in what no, you're doing no Try i something need someone new, new. yeah <laughs> no literally though it's the facial like, expression it's like as soon have. as like something new pops up they're like well i don't like it's almost like how i do it something new pops up and i'm like well not in this situation because something new popped up and i find it boring but something new pops up and i want the old thing that's like, more exciting yeah like if something's more exciting and we fall in comfortable in our relationship situationship whatever you want to fucking call it like now you want something exciting yeah. Because for you, it's not exciting because I'm showing yeah. up for you in all the places that you need to be shown up for. Yeah. For me, it's exciting because you don't show up for me and all the, and I have I to chase it say, and yeah. I have to, you know, but this new guy is showing up for me in all the ways that I would like the other guy to show, show up, up for me. me but it's so boring. I find it boring. You Interesting. Know? Yeah. See, I, I think we differ. A re- a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No, I think- I'm the problem. <laughs> I think that that's where we differ, like, for sure. Because, like, I, I search a more secure yeah. situation. I really do. Um, and then I don't know. Nowhere else in my life do I have this anxious attachment style. Like, yeah. when I was younger, sure. Like, when my parents would go away and stuff, like, I would be super anxious, for sure. Yeah. Like, separation anxiety was a big thing for me. But mm-hmm. relationships, like, even in my first relationship, um, we'll call them D. <laughs> um, like, that was... I felt secure. Like, I didn't feel insecure at ever, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Second relationship was all, all insecurities. That man yeah. treated me like I literally was, like, a side bitch. Yeah. And that was it. Like, I didn't matter and all these things. So that's what I've adapted. Yeah. And then now, in my new relationships, like, I, I'll admit that I have that anxious attachment. And I'll, yeah. I'm aware of it. And, like, I'm not proud of it. Yeah. Um, in fact, I had, like, I got really upset when I kind of realized, like, that's what I was doing. Because I hadn't really recognize that that's what I had going on because everywhere else in my life I'm like pretty secure um, with the relationships that I have and so well it's like even how you and I were talking this the other day and I hope you don't mind that I bring it up but like when I my situationship ended you know yeah I was like really fucking sad about it you know and yeah you were like I'm really sorry dude that sucked but that was like the only time yeah we talked about it whereas like in other situations or if you were single at the time whatever it may be or if you had felt secure like you would have been like dude come over like i know yeah. you're like super fucking sad like yeah. do you need to talk about it and like, it was like i was too focused on like securing what i was in in my relationship yeah. well whatever you want to call it yeah fucking thing yeah <laughs> whatever um yeah it's like i, like I couldn't show up for up the for people him. around me like yeah. not anyone else yeah really, and i don't want to be that way like i don't want to feel that anxious like you know, like, I need to talk to you all the time and whatever. But then I also struggle with the, well, that's just kind of a part of me. Like, you know, I've developed these things for very valid reasons and from yeah. really, like, horrible experiences and relationships. And it's, mm-hmm. like, to ask me to not be that way or, or almost for somebody to, like, give up on me. Mm-hmm. It feels like sometimes, well, in this situation a little bit, um, which I know isn't the case. And, like, that's mm-hmm. just kind of where your head goes when you're upset. But mm-hmm. it almost kind of feels like you're being given up on mm-hmm. because of what you have where you would fight for them and you know like not okay that sounds so dramatic like not fight for them but help them through what they have going on 
Um, so, uh, anyways, that kind of went on a tangent, but just the point of my comment, I guess, was just like recognizing your attachment styles and like knowing like what's a healthy up, amount. If you're gonna show up like that for them, like you should show up for everyone. Like if you have the yeah. energy to show up like that for them, With your partner, yeah, you should have the same energy to show up to your friends that you've been friends with for five, yeah, like you six be, plus years. Yeah. You know, there needs to be that, which goes, is like we've gone full circle and that's probably a good way to end this even, yeah. but like, how do you make sure that you're showing up for everybody in the same way, even though this romantic relationship is like new and flourishing and you want to put all your time and energy into it and you're so excited. Like, how do you limit that? And like, yeah. maybe people can comment and have like an opinion on that, but yeah. I, I don't know the answer. Like, I'm still figuring it out for myself. Yeah, yeah we uh, all are. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I think that's probably, yeah. We're, we've been talking, <laughs> we could talk for six hours. We're going to have a we part two. Need, we didn't even need the questions. I know. That's what I said. I was like, conversation's just going to flow because yeah. it always does with us. But yeah. um, thank you for being vulnerable. <laughs> always. I'm always. Talking. I can always open up about yeah. my relationship. That's oh. the one thing. I feel like I could talk about Actually for hours. About, be open about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just people that are listening, like if you have questions or like you have comments on like any other things that we did talk about, like send me a message. Like my DMs are open. Like if you're ever like struggling or want some input, like I know sometimes it is hard to reach out to the people closest to you, like especially when it's a relationship that you're in and uh, you don't want people's judgment and stuff. Um, I will be an unbiased uh, opinion so mm-hmm. uh, if you need anything send me a message sarah thank you for coming on for the very first Thanks episode <laughs> i'm so excited um and yeah you guys will hear some updates on when the new episodes will be coming out <laughs> and music fades <laughs>